In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Get ready. It's time for Motherhood Talk Radio, live on Toganet.com. Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck, is the most powerful voice in women's issues today. As the owner of the Motherhood Company, Sandra brings you inspiring, influential, and interesting resources to help you navigate everything from childcare to corporate formation. Motherhood Talk Radio features the powerful voices of Christy Hawley, Robin Boyd, Linda Franklin, Tracy Costin, Danny Kiernan, Susan Haid, Lisa Dietrich, Susan Flattick Wilson, and our weekly correspondent, Doris Rivas Brecky. Together, these women bring you everything from the latest crafting tips to how to be sexy in your 40s, from great parenting tips to moms living with cancer, and most importantly, how to bounce back with style. Motherhood Talk Radio helps you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Being all you can be starts right here, right now. Let's do it. Here's your host, Sandra Beck. Hey, mamas, it's Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Christy Holly, and we're solo. <laughs> we are solo. We have no guests. <laughs> we have no friends. We have no topic. What? <laughs> what will we do? <laughs> Actually, today's show is going to be uh, continuing in our series on women's health with a discussion about diet and fitness. Now, for those of you that don't know, National Women's Health Week begins on Mother's Day each year. That's just wrong. That is so not fair. (laughs) Wrong. You know, and I get the point, like during this week, individuals, families, communities are supposed to help women learn how to achieve longer, healthier, safer lives. It's like if, you know what Women's Health Week should be? Every woman should have to go to a spa and the government should pay for it. (laughs) I know. That's a great idea. Isn't that? You want us to live longer? Then guess what? You know, send us to the spa, give us a massage once in a while. How about cook us dinner? God, that would be great. Wouldn't that be great? I know. I, you know, Women's Health Week, they're like, don't smoke, work out, uh, don't drink. Stop eating sugar and candy and cakes. Yep, and don't go to McDonald's or Jack in the Box. And it's like, okay, you've just pretty much ruled out my entire activity <laughs> schedule for the week. Oh, I thought you were coming over to sit by me. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm moving a comfy chair because we're, I'm just I'm going to put my feet up because I worked out today. I worked out for 16 minutes today. <laughs> And what did you do for those 16 minutes? I was on my bike, and then I was looking around my house going, I should clean it up. Hey, look around. I know. You're looking good in here. Yeah, well, the whole house, even upstairs, I'm going to take you on a tour. All 5,000 square feet is almost clutter junk-free. What? Yeah, like three three Goodwill trucks. (laughs) Later, garbage bags full of toys and clothes. And it's amazing when you just turn around and go, do I really need this? Do I really want this? Do I wear this? Will I ever wear this again? Out. That's good. That's good. I got. I have like seven or eight bags to take to the Goodwill, but um, that's they're in my garage. They were in my car, <laughs> and I didn't have time to stop. And then now they're back in my garage. Okay. Uh, well, but can't you call them to come to your house? 
Um, I don't know. I think you can. They came here. Pick it up. Oh, they know. did? Yeah. They well, I had a whole truckload. Oh. There you go. Well, I was trying to debate. I was like, well, what is the difference between the Salvation Army uh-huh. and the Goodwill? Like, Ambeth, all the different Like, I want to know and see which one I want to have my stuff. I don't want my pants going to the wrong <laughs> charity. That's right. Even though they don't fit anymore. Yeah. have to go. Well, I want, to, I want it to benefit who I want it to benefit. That's true. I just... Saying. You could give it to me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but, they're all old stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's just so hard because, you know, when you look at women's health, there's so many issues that we have, you know, from like they talk about heart disease now is the number one killer of women, and then we've got breast cancer, you know, and Susan G. Komen's doing a great job along with all the other um, things, but I'm going to go out on record and say your marathon prices are way too high. Yes, I'm going to, I'm going to, Add to that, I say yes too, because I would total, I would have done it every year, except I cannot afford oh three thousand dollars, yes, twenty five hundred, whatever it is, I can't afford it, and I can't fundraise. I don't have friends that have a lot of money to give to that charity every year, right? Well, and we're tapped out, between, you know. We just got fleeced for that cabaret <laughs> at the school. I mean, that was twenty five dollars a ticket. That's fifty dollars. I'm goes out, you're not going. I'm not going. All right, well, I'm going. But but that's $50. Now, that's doable, you know, but it, when you add in, they what has it been? Pizza dough, cookie, cookie dough, pizza dough, cookie dough. What else? There's another fundraiser, the gift basket, Ugh. Teacher's Appreciation Week. I mean, mm-hmm. we got slammed this past week alone yes. with benefits. Yeah. Yeah, I can't afford to give to everything. No. No, nobody can you know, and it's hard when you're, like, all my friends are philanthropic. You know what I mean? Everybody has their charities. and But, you know, there are ways we can volunteer. We can help um, with other things other than cash because it's, it's unreal when I get my mail between the SPCA hits me up at least three or four times a year. We've got the Cancer Society, the Leukemia Society. I'm trying to think just what came in this week, and then there's all the military charities looking for money. And, and it's true, everybody only wants like 5 or $10. But, you know, at the end of the month, it's very easy to give a, a couple hundred dollars away. And if you go to church like I do, you give money, you know, each week when you go to church. I'm done. I'm tapped out. Yep. I'm yeah. trying to go around town trying to save money, and then there's people trying to take my money that, you know, yep. <laughs> it's just like, hey, lady or mister, I know they're hard on their, down on their luck or whatever, but they're standing outside of a store asking very, very for money difficult. when, you know, my husband is risking his life for money, and I'm working my tail off Absolutely. to get a little bit of money. It's like sometimes I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, Go do something else. Right. I know. I'm the same Don't way. Don't stand here and then beg me for money when I'm walking into a store, out of a store. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's really I mean, hard I, for me, too, because I feel bad, but I can't help everybody. And it seems in this economy, everywhere you turn, everybody's asking for a donation, and, and that they're all good causes. I mean, right. the guy standing outside in the grocery store, not necessarily a good cause. Or the one that's coming up to you while you're getting in your car. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Back, back it off. off. Oh, I hate that when they follow your car. Yeah, I'm like, uh... Yeah, I just need gas money. I'm stranded here, you know? It's like, I need gas like, money, too. Yeah, well, you do with that big gas hog you drive. What does that I get, know. like 10 miles to the gallon? Yeah. It's pathetic. Yeah, that's really awful. tough. And we can't afford a new car. Yeah. You know, we bought it 10 years ago. We had it for 10 years. Yeah. That's so. a tough one. It's a tough one. Yeah. I, you know, when I think of, you know, Women's Health Week, when I was reading all the stuff on this stuff, honest to God, I felt more pressure. 
you know, it was I know it was intended for us to, you know, to take better care of ourselves. But you know, honestly, if I could take better care of myself, I would. Would you? Probably. You know, because the things that keep me from taking care of myself, a, they're me. <laughs> oh, but oh, but b, it's money. It's time. Yes. It's, it's the kids' needs. It's being a single mom. I'm trying to think. Did I miss any excuses? Hmm. But as moms, the idea of us taking care of ourselves is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I get the airplane thing. You know, if we were going down, I'd put my mask on first. Probably not, but I would, you know, at least listen to the flight attendant enough to put my mask on. But it's, it's I don't know where we're supposed to fit into that mix. I don't either, because it's always about somebody else. Yep. And, it, and a lot of times it has to be. That's right. Well, because our kids are little, it has to be. Right. <laughs> like, you know, Nick got um, cut his finger open, and he had to go to the and emergency Nick is room. Four. Nick is four. And he cut his finger open and comes in. I'm in the bathroom, of course, <laughs> while this happens. <laughs> and there's blood everywhere. Oh, no. You know? So he has a good cleanup of getting it off everywhere he touched. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was all down his hand. It was on his legs. It was dropped. Everywhere in the, the kitchen, carpet, yep. in the bathroom. I mean, granted, he tried to administer first aid himself <laughs> for four. For four, you know. But you know, we had to. He had to go to the emergency room. Yep. I mean, thank goodness he didn't need stitches. They glued it. Uh huh. But that was last night. It's like I, I have other things to do. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like oh my god. Yeah. You know, we had to. That every he comes first. Right, right. I mean, obviously. <laughs> Trump trumps pretty much everything else. When their life force is draining out, yeah, that trumps everything else. But the problem well, is, is there, um, there's a lot of these. Like, you know, we say, okay, well, there's the bloody finger. You know, well, then there's the, you know, Max has had three pairs of shorts that I bought him. I don't know if he ate the buttons. I have nowhere where they went. He went to button his pants this morning, no buttons. So I get another pair of shorts out of there, no buttons. The third one had the metal thing ripped off. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> you know, I've got to either go out and get new shorts or, you know, I don't have buttons that fit that little tiny kid buttonhole. You know, if I had big buttons, I could do that. But, you know, it's like we're running around and, and then it's pizza day, so I made the kids lunch and then Max was mad that he wasn't having pizza on pizza day for the kindergarten. And, you know, and it's just nonstop. It is nonstop. You know, from the bloody finger to the pants. <laughs> Like, uh, why did you have to do that right now? Well, and where is the gym time? Like, where is the time? Like, like I know we've had experts on over the years about me time. Like, oh, well, you just have to carve out time Those for yourself. People don't have more than one child. True, most of the time, That's and they're true. all or any, or they're older. Those people are older that are saying, "Oh, get some me time." Just saying. Well, no, I, I get, I get you there. I mean, I think of our friend Don who gets up at four, four a.m. in the morning each morning to go for a run because it's the only time she knows that all her kids are fine because they're sound asleep mm-hmm. and her husband's asleep in the house. I mean, that's it. That's really. It's like we have that window from like midnight. You know, after a year, well, your husband goes to bed. I don't have one, but you know, after they go to bed till the kids get up in the morning, I guess our me time goes from what twelve midnight to mine goes five thirty in the morning. It's a, and mine depends because Greg doesn't get home. Like I can't get up and go leave to go to the gym at four o'clock in the morning or go running oh, that's true, he's because there. he's not there. I mean, yeah. the best I can do, which I've done the last two days, is get up at five in the morning. Yesterday I went for for an hour. 
but today, my 16 minutes, <laughs> you know, that's what I get to do, you know, but who knows? Who knows? Who All right, knows? well, i got to take us to commercial break. My name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Motherhood Talk Radio along with Christy Holly. Our topic today is National Women's Health Week, which begins on Mother's Day. And for those of you listening today to the show, don't laugh. <laughs> yes, you're supposed to take better care of yourself, especially as a mother, so you can live longer. Yes, so please. we want to live longer. Why? Why is that? Um, <laughs> You can check us out on iTunes. You can check us out on the show site by the same name, motherhoodtalkradio.com. And uh, here we go. We're going to go to break. Stay with us. There's lots more great conversation to come on Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck right after these messages. Got my dreams, got my life, got my love. Got my friends, got the sunshine above. Why am I making this hard on myself when there's so many people? Get ready to laugh along with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Elio Preet. Friday evenings at 6, 5 central on Togedet.com. This is a truly realistic, no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is method that will have you laughing and crying, surviving while struggling, and hammering away at the hardships as you travel through the greatest journey of your life. Get empowered by joining thousands of other parents who have also decided to take a leap of faith into a double career with longer hours and half the pay simply because of the love they have for their children. Together, we are rebuilding a new economy that will support us rather than enslave us. Never again will we have to choose between raising our children and earning to provide for them. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. For more on Allie and her success, check out her website, OurMilkMoney.com. So come get empowered with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Allie Lopreet. Friday afternoons at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lipman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck, bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. Hey, mamas. 
This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Christy Holly, and we are talking about upcoming Mother's Day on May 13th and how it is National Women's Health Week. I have never even heard of that. Have you? Not until today. You know, there's like National Black History Month. There's National Cherry Month. I remember that because they're both in February. I always thought they could combine it to get National <laughs> Black Cherry Month, but that didn't, didn't fly. And That's a great idea. Isn't it? But, you know, there's so many. It's this month. It's this week. Like, like what is it? Teacher Appreciation? week this week, a whole week yeah. to appreciate the teacher. I mean, granted, I love the teachers that right, we have at right, our right, school, right. but a whole week, seriously, they're supposed to bring a flower one day, a card another day, oh. there's a gift card for the teacher on the third day. Oh, we got something going every five day, every day of the five-day week. Oh, I didn't, I didn't. Very I, stressed out about it. I didn't do any of it so far, and today's Tuesday. No, it's next week. Oh, next week. Oh, yes, next oh. week. okay. Yeah, they want every kid to bring, bring a, didn't you get the paper? I got the paper. Every kid to bring a flower? I mean, can I just pick it out of my yard? Yeah. Oh, okay. It doesn't have to be like a foil-wrapped, you know, I was thinking it needed to be a flower flower. No. I'm going to go cut a rose. I'm cutting a rose from your lawn (laughs) because mine are all in tough shape. It just, I don't know, Chrissy, it just feels like there's so much pressure coming from everywhere. Like, like the school is asking for money, the sports clubs are asking for money, the churches are asking for money. You know, and everybody's out of money. Seems that way, because I know we are. Yeah. I mean, does it seem like there's more donations being requested? Yes. I was watching TV the other night, and I swear there was three or four commercials back-to-back, one for, like, sick kids. I think it was St. Jude's, and then it went over to some animal animal thing, and then it went over to the Ethiopian kids are starving over there. And all of them made me feel bad. You know, it's like sick kids, and then they're like, what was interesting, it's always like for $8 a month, for $15 a month, for, you know, $7 a month. Mm -hmm. And they're all really worthy cherries, but it seems to be everywhere. And is that, do you think, because I don't have any money to donate right now, and I used to in the past and wasn't cognizant of it, or does it seem like everywhere we go, people have their hand out? Uh, Everywhere we go, people have their hand out. Yeah. It seems to me. That's what it feels like. That's That's, what it feels like. That's what it feels like. And it's just like I'm dry. Right. So, well, we run dry. It's like I am like... You know, canceling stuff. I'm, like I said, I'm doing everything I can to save a buck, a dime. Um, Don't take my dime. (laughs) Box (laughs) tops. I am a box top queen. No, you're the box top Nazi. Okay, I am. You went in and raped my whole pantry. (laughs) Well, there were all these little holes cut out of the (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? I mean, this is a good way to give the school money is getting the box tops to your schools because. You've already bought the product, so it doesn't cost you anything. And you know what? I can donate these. That's true. I don't have the money, but I can. I can save these. I can ask my parents to save these. You can come and I cost can come. my pantry. Yes, I will. You know, I didn't know. I didn't know, but I did on the pancake box. I saw that. Actually, Max pointed out. He goes, "Mom, you better get that for Miss Christie." <laughs> Thank like, you. Oh my God! I ran and got the scissors and cut it off right away. Thank you. I'm just saying, like, these things, you know, we'll do a hundred of them, you know, for each kid. And you know what? If each kid did that, then the schools would be in good, better shape than That's they are. True. You That's know? true. Very true. Very true. Box oh. tops are it. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just, um, you know, and, and it's like with all that pressure, you know, I think of this National Women's Health Week. And, and it's making like, my health go to hell. It is making my health go to hell. I mean, I, it just, it's like there's, I can't do one more thing on my plate. 
you know, and when they and it's two kids for you, you know, and sooner it'll be three kids at the same school asking for all the same, yep, different stuff. Very difficult when, yeah, when you've got multiple kids in the same school because who do you buy the cookie dough from? Do you go to the kindergarten class because you want to, you know, get off the, with the school right, or do you go to the pre-existing third grade class where they already know you're cheap? <laughs> I don't know. You know, what do you do when you have three, you know, or two right now, but you're going to have, like, I have two. You have two of the same promotion come down, and they're attached to the classroom. Like, Zach's pizza party today is all driven because they collected enough pennies. Well, Max didn't get that, and I gave... I went in my my office and gave Wacky a big bag of pennies. Maybe I put them over the edge. So I put one child over the edge. Oh, you know, who do you give to when you have two kids? It's like Sophie's Choice for her. <laughs> <No>. Sorry. <laughs> for her school Sorry, program. Max. You lose. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just try to I go back and forth. You know, I whoever is, you know, more excited about it with the Seize Candy thing uh-huh. or... You know, we've done a few. We try to, like, even it out so they each get to take in something. Yeah. But so a lot of times I don't do them because I can't afford the cookie dough, and I make better cookie dough than that. You do. And awesome I'm just saying, dough. and it, like, I don't buy pizza like that. I'm sorry. I'm not going to buy stuff that I don't need. I'm no, sorry. I don't buy most of the stuff. Like, I, I won't buy the seeds candy because I'll eat it, and it's not like I have any family members to give it to. It's right. Anything, all that junk stuff that I buy comes home here. Yeah. And that, when Rick was here, he just defeated <laughs> to him, but even he would, you know, wouldn't eat, he doesn't eat that much. <laughs> I haven't seen him in a while. So yeah. no. <laughs> and all that wrapping paper stuff, it's like not the greatest quality, and it's so expensive. I'm just saying. Well, like, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. No, I know, because I have wrapping paper from kindergarten, from that lady that fleeced me, or fourth grade, or huh. when I was, when I was, kids were in, Mac was in preschool, and that mom came, the one who used to work for me, the idiot mom, who pulled a fast one on me, and I bought what I thought was six rolls, and they were six rolls of six. Mm. It was like a, you know, because I said, well, I like this one, this one, this one, not realizing it came in a six-pack, and she gave me 36 rolls of wrapping paper. I still have it out in my garage. And the thing is, oh. it degrades over time. It's not like it's good, heavy. Not that like big, Costco paper. Nope, not like. But, you know, there are different grades. And that stuff is fine if you're going to use it that year and throw it out. But some of the stuff I have now, four years later, <laughs> I, I, haven't ro- I haven't bought 36 rolls of papers worth. And then you can't donate it anywhere. You yeah. know, who wants old wrapping paper? Yeah, I've been using my old wrapping paper for years because I get it on sale at Target when it's on, like, right, clear. 90% off. Yeah, or Big Lots or, yeah. you know, Walmart. All of them have that after Christmas sale. I do. I buy it, and then I have one of those cool zipper. It's red and green from, like, Lily and Vernon, and I stuff my rolls in there and, and seal them up. And uh, But I haven't, I haven't bought – well, I had to buy some new paper because all that paper was florally. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't really Christmas paper. A little bit was Christmas paper. And quite frankly, the kids want SpongeBob and they want Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny and That's you more know, fun. it's more fun. And uh, but yeah, these things. I don't know. I don't know what to do with um, you know with splitting up the kids because I end up doing nothing. And then the school loses. <laughs> you lose. You lose. Now, so let me ask you. You're selling 31 products. Yes, I am. And I have bought a lot of 31 products. <laughs> Thank from you very you. much. Um, 
how is that going? How's that, how how do you like it's thirty one gifts dot com, right? It for my website. Maybe. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Oh, promote yourself. It, I, shamelessly. Am, I know it's my thirty one dot com slash Christy Holly is my website. If anybody wanted to order anything, but no, um, it's going. It's going okay right now, and I'm sort of deciding, like, yes, I'm going to do this okay, because I need to make money, and it's a good product. It's a fun product. It's a product for women, mostly, you know, and it's a company that was built by women for women to empower women. So, you know, I support it. I love it. It's great. Well, and they get it. Like, you know, the tote bag that I got from you has all mm-hmm. those little exterior pockets. It's almost like a gardening tote, you know, when you well, think it about it. Be. I mean, it they show be. it as an example in the catalog as you could use it as a gardening tote. It's totally, like, versatile, you know. Yeah, you could use I, it like, for anything. Well, I put my water in it and my box with my sunglasses in it, and then I have my pens, and then I have my phone in one pocket. You know, I mean, and, and it's it's so handy because normally when you take a big tote, everything – like my phone, it invariably falls to the bottom, and yeah, you stuck them on the pens, and you know, and you're digging around with it. And I just think that her, the stuff that they design is ingenious. Even their makeup bag slash, you know, carry bag mm-hmm. that has room for an iPad or has room for a Kindle or a Nook, and then zipper pockets that I put the cords in. It was really well designed. Yeah, I love it, and it's it's to organize. You know, it's organizational. You know, tools, tools. tools you know, that you can better organize your life, your kid's life. You know, it's it's really good quality. It's good stuff. Um, so I've decided, like, okay, I'm going to commit put the to effort, it. Yes, I'm going to commit to it, put the effort in, and try to try to move some product. You know, and I'm going to start doing fundraisers. Um, Oh, no. You know, I know. <laughs> the other side. I know. I'm going to fundraise. But it'll be different because you'll be getting a product. That's true. You know, I'm not, I'm the one that will be right. and giving, you're not just I'm marketing, a, you're not yeah. just marking up existing products no, no, no. and calling it a fundraiser. No, no. Yeah. So, you know, I would be giving my, what I would have made to a right, charity. To the charity. To the charity. So, so I what is your favorite product? Do you think they were that, that big tote that you used with the kids? Two, I well, yeah, I like the extra large big tote because I can just put all my stuff in there. In there. Like, yeah, and you know, pack clothes and put everything in there. And here's, you know, each kid has a tote. I, however, no, I got cheap. I was cheap. Well, but monogram is expensive. It's seven dollars to monogram it, and yeah, I was that's a lot. I was three kids, twenty one dollars. Yeah, I was a cheapie, and I and I regret that I didn't do it because. Both my boys have the same bag. Oops. I know. Live and learn. Live and learn. Well, so, but then when you monogram stuff and you get sick of it, you can't give it away. Well, that's what I was thinking when you said that you about, you know, it. your L.L. Bean thing. Oh, everything's monogrammed because <laughs> it's free monogramming. <laughs> I'm like, I love it. Well, but, i got to take us to commercial okay. break. My name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Motherhood Talk Radio along with Christy Holly. Our topic today is Women's National Health Week, and we're talking about mental health, school health, personal health, um, emotional health, you name it, and then, of course, great bags and things you can buy when we have no money in this depressed market, but somehow we manage to find the way. Financial Yeah, financial health. <laughs> so check us out on iTunes. If you missed the earlier half of the show, you can pick us up at Motherhood Talk Radio on iTunes. Listen as your day unfolds. Challenge what the future holds. Try and keep 
keep your head up to the sky. Lovers, they may Stay with us. There's lots more great conversation to come on Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck right after these messages. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinrock. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Pinrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpinrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Togenet.com. Was sad because right. he had a death kill mommy and dad. Right. But that ain't the case. Nope. It wasn't his fate. No, nope. the wives never struggled to communicate. Ha. Y'all wave your hands. Look who's on it. Dakota Man Keith and he's number one. It's that Keith Wine Show on Togginet.com, Wednesday nights at 8, 7 Central. Every week, that Keith Wine Show will have guests that share their experiences, expertise, opinions, and personal lives with us to hopefully help us better understand others. The topics and guests will come from the American Sign Language community. For more on Keith Wan and the show, go to his website, KeithWanWANN.com. Listen with an open mind and willingness to learn and help with the cultural bridge. Number, number one, Keith's number one. Everybody Don't miss that Keith Wan show Wednesday nights at eight seven central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck, bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. Hey, Mamas, it's Sandra Beck and Christy Holly, and we are talking about um, uh, women's health today, and that really, you know, when I think of health, Christy, um, it covers everything with us. Well, it really does. When you break it down, it does. When you break it down. <laughs> break it, down. it totally does. I mean, you don't initially think like, oh, all the components that go into it, but really, I mean, because everything affects us. Absolutely. Ultimately, it affects your 
physical. Well, and you think about like, you know, like I call it the wrecking ball. The wrecking ball comes in and it like cuts open Nick's finger. So everybody goes to the, you know, the urgent care or you go to the urgent care and then everything has to shift and grocery doesn't get done. So, you know, like in my case too, the other day we had a disaster and, you know, had to run all over like lunatics. And so I didn't get to the grocery store. We didn't have anything for dinner. So what do we default to? We went over to McDonald's and you know, it's just as much as I say, okay, I'm going to go a month without fast food. It didn't happen. It couldn't happen. There were three times in the past month that I was just SOL when it came to feeding the kids. Because I did the same thing. So you were not alone. Well, and especially when you add in baseball mm-hmm. and karate mm-hmm. and you know, you're a single mom most of the time because Greg's, you know, at the firehouse, yep. and I'm a single mom all the time because of the nature of who I am, and I'm working for my clients, and then I literally drop everything. I, I literally, I've got to get, you would have to see me get Zachy dressed for baseball because we have the socks. Socks go on, then he goes pants on, belt and everything, all in one thing. I make him jump in it. We don't even unbuckle him. We just (laughs) slide him over his hips. And then his shirt comes on, and he just, we jam it in there, his cap on his head while he's tucking his shirt in. I'm lacing up these shoes. We are out the door in, like, 45 seconds, uniform and all. And uh, Max is getting his karate uniform on because, of course, Karate starts at 4, and baseball game starts at 4.30, and the kids have to be there at 4. So, ergo, I have to be two places at once. And even though my dad's here, there's only one car. Right. So, run to karate, then over to baseball. and then Get out! That's it. Get I just out. slow down. You guys jump out of the car door, and um, it's just... Uh, but. Between that, somewhere in there, I need to cook dinner because by the time we get home from baseball, it's 6.30, quarter to 7. The kids are ravenous. I'm tired. And it's like if I didn't have the fixings to get dinner ready in the crock pot at 8.30 in the morning or actually before that, you lose. You lose. You're done. Yep. And you can only feed them so many cans of SpaghettiOs. You can only, like, even the half an hour it takes to cook spaghetti to make spaghetti and meatballs is sometimes enough to go past the danger zone into that now they're so over hungry and overtired they're not going to eat they're just going to sit at the table and cry <laughs> you know what i'm talking about i was at your house the other day when parker was putting noodles on his head yeah and you had just given him a bath <laughs> you were so nice and clean uh it's crazy it's cr- i know i have the same complaint as you do because I did that. I watched two extra kids this weekend. That was crazy. So five I had kids, five kids, kids eight. three, four, five, six, and eight. And I was, like, ready to shoot myself by Sunday night. But thankfully I didn't. Uh, it was worth the $200. But I got paid, I guess, because yeah. I, <laughs> I got offered that job. Go uh, once a month, so I might, you know. Yep, that's it. I can, I can do it as long as I can get rid of my kids for that day and a half. I think everything will be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take my kids. I'm gonna take my kids while I watch these kids. Yeah. But I like I didn't have any like I didn't have any preparation. I didn't get to go to the grocery store before I got those kids. Yeah. And there's no way in hell. And I guess I said hell. I couldn't have gone to the store with, with any of those kids. It's, 
tough enough to go with my own kids, but yeah. two more little ones. Um, you know, I had a, I went to McDonald's for dinner for them, and I was just like, well, and there's something to, to be said, you know, and, you know, if we're, might as well we're going to hell, we might as well go to hell together. There's something to be said, and I've done this in my van. I think it was actually with your kids. <laughs> um, when I had five of them or four of them or I had a, you know, a composite of them, there was one, two, three. It was my Toyota Sequoia because there's one, two, three, four, five, six. I had seven children with me, and everybody had to get buckled in. <laughs> and we went through the drive through and they were not allowed to get out. Because they were going to stay contained in those between the two car seats and the kids stuck in the middle. Here's your bag. Here's your bag. Here's your bag. Here's your bag. Eat it and shut up. Don't spill. No, no talking. No talking. We'll clean up the French fries later. <laughs> because you just can't. One person cannot conceivably maneuver seven children, and they were all under the age of eight or nine. Yikes. You know, I think the youngest one was two. And it's like, you know, it's like maternal suicide right there. <laughs> <I know. laughs> but so when you think of Women's Health Week, where does the health come in? Like, where does the health come in when we don't have time to go to the grocery store? We've got kids that need to be fed. We've got kids that have to be picked up at certain times and dropped off at certain times. Mm-hmm. And then we live 25 minutes away from a grocery store. Unless you want to play the exorbitant prices in town of the oh, little grocery. I can't that, do that because I can't afford it. It's like $9 for a gallon of milk. <laughs> or, you know, shop at the convenience store. That's it. Right. You know? And, um, cause, and the other thing, too, I don't know if you noticed your kids do this. They, my kids will go on a drink milk, a milk drinking binge. And then once I stock up, they'll stop. <laughs> You know, it's like lately it's been orange juice, orange juice, orange juice. They want this orange juice. So I go out and I get that Newton orange juice at Winco for $3.28 a gallon. I'll buy three of them. $10 worth of orange juice. You know what they said this morning? We don't want orange juice. No, we don't want orange juice. I don't like orange juice. We don't like orange juice anymore. And I'm like, you're going to drink it until you (laughs) die. Because I just spent $10. I have three gallons. It's plugging up my whole door. And they decide they don't want to drink orange juice anymore. Uh, we have milk. We haven't. I haven't come across that yet mm. because we've always drank milk. I always have at least four gallons in my refrigerator, sometimes six, no good. because they are like, "Mom, I want some milk. I want some milk. I want some chocolate milk. Chocolate milk. 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 Milk." It's like candy. Wow. Wow. But you know, I'm like, uh, we need to slow down because I can't afford all this milk. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to do a little budget thing, what we need and what we use. It's rough. It is rough. It is rough. And your kids eat. My kids don't eat. I have the opposite problem. I have the kids, the picky eaters that, you know, know don't want to eat and and, uh, like this one day and don't like it the other day. You should see when I fed them eggplant. I thought they were going to (laughs) die. I just slapped it down on the plate, and they were like, what is this? They were so horrified, so I peeled it off their plate and then gave them their regular dinner. They were so relieved. I remember being horrified as a kid, like going, eggplant, eggplant, and not really even tasting it or knowing yeah. what it was, just eggplant sounds horrible. It does sound. Well, we call horrible. it aubergines in our house, and then they don't have to be eggplant. Eggplant. But, yeah, no, it's just, I don't know. I think when you have ki- when you have little kids, I see my friends who have older children have a more reasonable lifestyle. I right. think you just have to, like, throw your health into the flames. <laughs> if your kids, if you have any child under the age of five. Yeah. You know, because it just seems like that that kindergarten dividing line from being almost completely helpless to I can at least not stuff my bagel in my ear. 
<laughs> or your nose. Or your nose. <laughs> yeah, because um, it's just, you know, and that's the thing that's so hard with this women's health because I think, you know, when I look at back when I was single, well, I am single now, but single without children. Right. I'd go to the gym. You know, I'd go to the gym. I had a very easy time deciding what I would eat and wouldn't eat. These days, it's, a lot of times it's whatever's left over from the kids. Right. You know, and I'm sorry, but Cheerios, SpaghettiOs, there were a couple other O's in there, you know, <laughs> that I ate through the day and a couple Nutri-Grain bars. That was it. Yeah. I was before, I'm like, God, what did I do with all my time before I had kids? Oh, no. Like, what was I doing? Because... I mean, now I'm like, man, I would love to just have one hour to go to the gym or two hours or just, just, yeah, just be there. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's like, even when I think of going to the gym, you know, it's like I have money hours. Like I have only certain hours in my day where I can earn money. Mm-hmm. So for me to go to the gym or go to a walk or something during my money hours, I need to find a way to compensate for that money that was taken out for the workout. So then you go, okay, well, if I can't take it out of my money hours, I can't take it out of the kid hours because there's certain obligation times that the children need to see me. That's just, you know, part of being a parent. But you've got the, the, the kid time hours, but then you have your kid obligation duty hours, which is like the picking them up from school, driving them to different places, you know, going out to get them sneakers because Zach has ripped through his third pair of sneakers this year. I don't know. I Parker think he's chewing the toes oh out of them. Every time I look down, there's a toe peeking out of the top of his sneaker. I could kill him. And, of course, there's no patches to buy for the toes, and the whole <laughs> other sneaker is good. You well, know, it's mesh on the top, and Parker's got holes, like, all in the – I'm like, well, how are you walking? His, what are we doing? His toes through them? No, but I'm like, how are we dragging our top of our foot? <laughs> I don't like, across the- I, don't I don't know how they do it because when they ride their bikes, they're monitored. They're like, for me, I remember I used to go down hills and drag my toes the whole time and rip off the top of my sneakers. <laughs> but I, yeah, I don't know what they're doing with the toes. And Zach looks like he chewed a hole in it, and then he likes to force his toe through it. So then he rips the sock too. So <laughs> tell me, he's like, look, mom, my toe's sticking out. And I'm like, this is the third pair of sneakers this year. We look like the poor, poor, poor people. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't take care of my kids. The, and the knees, the rips in the knees and the jeans. I know. And you know what? Sears is stopping their kid vantage program. Well, of course they are because of your kids. <laughs> no, probably. My kids. That's what I was thinking. Like, man, it's probably my fault. But like, so in June, there she told me we're stopping the program in June. Uh, Max uh, and Zach, one pair of jeans, two days in school, rips it at least one knee. I mean, without a doubt. I think it's because they play on cement. Yeah. I've got to take us to commercial break. My name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Mean Bitchy Motherhood <laughs> Talk Radio today. I think both of us, Christy, we've just had it. Put a fork in us. It's done. The National Women's Health Week has just pushed us both over the edge. Too much pressure. If you can figure out how to take care of yourself as a mother of small children, please call and let us know because we haven't figured it out yet. Uh, we're going to come back from the break, and we're going to talk a little bit more about mother issues and... And Women's Health Week. Stay with us. There's lots more great conversation to come on Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck right after these messages. I am beautiful no matter what they say. Words can bring me down. Oh, in every single way 
Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children ages 24 to 18 who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler. Vivian McNinney, Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck, bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. Hey, mamas, it's Sandra Beck and Christy Holly, and we're just ticked off about Women's National Health Week <laughs> because it just adds more pressure to already pressure-filled lives. So we were talking on break about multitasking, and I'm going to let our listeners know into some little hell soul-burning secret that sometimes in church on Sunday morning, I do sit in the back of the pew, and while everybody's standing up singing, I I make my grocery list because sometimes it's the only time I can actually sit down and concentrate without somebody going, Mom, 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 and I make my list. And then we leave church, and we go to the grocery store, and I pick up all the food that I need for the week conceivably, <laughs> and then I take it home and I cook it, and I, I will cook a chicken, I'll cook chickens, I'll cook a roast, I'll uh, pre-make meatballs, I'll cook spaghetti and rice and mix it in with the sauce and stuff and put it in containers, grind up vegetables, and put it in my fridge for the week. See, I thought you were going to say <laughs> that while you're at church and the kids are in their little class that you were going to sneak over to Winco no. and get your grocery shopping done is what I thought you were going to say. I wonder if they would kick me out of church if I would do that. Rob, are you on the line? <laughs> I do you am, think if we I'm dropped our kids? I'm just listening to all of you. <laughs> All of your, all of your, uh, your tales. My rants, I think our, our rants, yes, our woes. Your rants. 
What would happen if we, I mean, we'd have our cell phone on. Could we conceivably put our kids in the church child care and then just run across the street, get our groceries, load up our car, and make it back by the time we're blessed and leave the church? Like an hour, you could totally do that. Oh, I could, are you kidding? I could do the groceries in 25 minutes or less. See, they wouldn't even know you were gone. It's like a bathroom break. Just saying. What do you think, Rob? <laughs> You know, it's so difficult to find uh, that, to eke out that little bit of time. I think I've told you before, I used to have to stand in the closet sometimes, in in the coat closet, just to have a, a conversation with a client when my kids were little because somebody was ripping someone's ear off or what. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if there's no blood, then don't come and get me. Leave me in the closet. I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's like even just to take the kids to the grocery store, and this has happened at Staples, it has happened at Walmart, and, have, and at Target. My kids have tipped over the cart, and not just an empty cart. You know, they're they're hanging. They both decide, my rocket scientists, both decide to hang on the same side of the cart <laughs> and tip that thing over, and it all goes everywhere. And at that point, there's nothing to do but hang your head in shame, yell at your children as you walk out the door. I've never had that happen yet. Let oh. me knock on wood. Oh, well, I'm taking my kids and your kids, and they're going to learn the fine art of cart tiffing in a public place. Really? Max yeah. Is just wow. Old Rob, your kids ever tip a cart? No. Nope, never did. Oh, maybe never it's did. my days of cow tipping in the country. That have, wow, they've never knocked over a cart. No, just a mannequin. Oh, <laughs> that. But no words. You know what I used to do when they were little enough, and that's the trouble. When Max is at the age where he's starting to get tall and he's starting to get older, and that's really difficult because he's at that. I'm going to test mom a little bit, and you can't quite stick him in the cart the way you could when they were little, and that's that's the real hard, the hard transition part, and. I, Ross was kind of one of those kids that I would say, I need you to find X for me in the store and think of something sort of obscure that he'd really have to look up and down and he would be the detective. I don't remember what show was on at the time, but it's some detective type show. And I would make him look for whatever it was because he was at the age where he was reading and I could still keep Emily in the cart. But um, that was that was the hard part at that age to try to keep them at least behaving without screaming at them all the time. Yeah. I tell them lately to watch Grandpa. I tell them now, Max, Zach, <laughs> you guys need to watch Grandpa. He wanders off. He puts things in the cart he's not supposed to. And people could steal that. him because he's a very valuable Grandpa. And then they go, like, you know, because they fall for it right now. They go and they hold his hand and tell him. And he goes, tried to go over to the tools the other day, and they wouldn't let him. <laughs> That's smart. Okay, that's gorgeous. That's adorable. But, you know, it's hard, Rob. I, You know, this National Women's Health Week, you know, Chris and I were talking about it. It's like we're already trying to lose weight, raise our kids, look younger, make money, care for our families, and then somewhere in that mix, you know, what is it? Susie from Sizzle tells me to stand out in the sunshine. <laughs> you know, <laughs> You know what the bottom line is? You do what you can go to bed at night and feel good about. And you don't have to. Society places, and here we go with statistics and all, but society places such pressure on young girls, on teenage girls, and on women that it's impossible. And you have to get to a point where you say, all right, logically, 
I know I need to take care of my heart. I need to do things that are not uh, going to necessarily in, in, cause cancer. But there's got to be a point where you have to say, all right, I am doing right now what's best for me. I don't care if the woman down the street has porcelain-looking skin and she has a gorgeous figure and she can go have the mani-pedi every week. That's not me. I can't do that. And you have to just let go of what society is telling you to be and you be the best person you can be. Bottom line. And and just can't, can't stress over it. Just have to be you. And you're pretty darn good, both of you, just the way you are. Oh, we just needed Robin to come on and give us our work back. <laughs> I'm sitting oh, on that oh, beautiful. You are so awesome with your kids. You do wonderful things. Why do you have to stress about every other little thing? You just kind of relax. And yeah, I'm older. I can say those things. I've been there, done that. But in a way, yeah, you know, there was a time when I worried whether I had the cute shoes with the heels or if I did the whatever, you know, and I, and then I had the time when where can I ever get my hair washed? It's been three days and I can't get in the bathroom for, for more than 20 seconds. I've been there, you know, that's, that's what, and, the, and like I say, the bottom line is you do what's best for you and you do what makes your children happy and what makes you happy. I think so. I think, you know, and I think it's also surrounding ourselves with the right people. Because I yeah. know Chrissy's sitting across from me in my own Maple Leaf <laughs> hockey sweatshirt. Yes. And she's commandeered. Looks, looks very nice on you. Well, thank you. Your dad told me I looked better. <laughs> so I'm not going to be giving this back to you. Okay. <laughs> well, it's well with ending hockey season. So when hockey season starts off, I'll come. I need my Maple Leaf sweatshirt, please. Um, but it's about, too, surrounding ourselves with friends, and I think that's what today's whole show was about, not just to listen to us complain, which is arguably very fun, um, but also to put it out there that this is the reality of what it is, because I think the mani-pedi moms and the, you know, these moms that just run around making it look so easy from the outside, I don't know what goes on in their homes, but... You know, I don't need to. All I need to do is be around somebody like Christy and you, Robin, who help me keep going when you just, it's like, you're kidding me, National Women's Health Week starts on Mother's Day? You what know? a joke. What a joke. Yeah. In fact, I'm just going to eat cake on Mother's Probably Day. Probably some man thought of that. Smoke a cigarette. And, okay, oh, no. No. Let's, drink. let's think about it as, as mental health. So if something makes you happy, then that makes you healthy. And what better way to celebrate a Mother's Day is that is to have that happiness. So That's true. That's true. But I think mostly I think when you have little kids like this, it's the reality of what is. Like that's mm-hmm. what I think Christy and I, when we talk about some of the experts that have come on the show over the years, it's really hard to live up to these expert expectations, and there's so much parenting information out there. There's so many books and TV shows and this, and this is what you should be doing, and that's what you should be doing. You know, and then I look at Christy, and she's got her hair in a bun wearing my sweatshirt, and then I'm here with my bunny socks, and that's as good as it gets, girl. That's right, Shoot. <laughs> it is. Without friends, I don't know how you would do it. And that's what's important. You, you're right. That is exactly what's important. So, yeah, and the, the girls listening on the show today, everybody who's out there, just 
recognize that, you know, Christy and I, we will share things warts and all because it does feel bad when you go to school and you see a mom in a Lexus with her hair all done and her perfectly coiffed children with no rips in their knees and nice little shoes get in the car and then there's Christy and her big 10 gallon per mile or 10 mile per hour gas guzzling 10 year old vehicle i'm in my minivan you know which means no date for you (laughs) (laughs) and it's hard it's very hard and we don't want to be competitive as women but you know when you look at you know and i think part of it is we were raised in that brady bunch era where in 30 minutes everything was solved with six kids the blended family right you know the reality of that I would love to have my own blended family TV show because it would be more than just hitting Marsha in the nose with a football and breaking a vase. Marsha, 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 Marsha. Oh, all right. So, Rob, any sage advice from the from the? You're just in that like, like you're an eagle, just flying. She's like in a Zen zone. Yes, she's so Zen. Old person, that that old uh, Indian woman that sits there. Yes. Why, Shaman Robin? What do you have for us today? (laughs) I like that. Yeah, Shaman Um, Robin. It's like Rockin' Robin, but Shaman Robin. Uh, You gals are just doing fine, and it's not easy. Motherhood is not easy, and I think we we all realize that. And um, it it never hurts to hear somebody else saying, I can't get it right, or I'm not doing it right, because... um, you know, then you realize, hey, I'm not alone. I'm I'm really doing okay. So. Yes, yeah. And you are. And it's okay to borrow your friend's sweatshirt and keep it. That's right. <laughs> and it's okay to wear bunny socks in your own office. Yeah. And have ratty hair, you know, because there's bigger things at stake. <laughs> like dinner, which neither of us have made. Have you made dinner? I haven't made no, dinner. No, I'm so hungry. Robin, did you make dinner tonight or did you go buy it? Yes. Oh, we did. We made dinner tonight, so... well all right you guys our show is over today motherhood talk radio thanks you for listening to us today we hope you enjoyed our rant and rave and complain section and the wise wisdom that came from shaman robin and uh next week i don't know who the guest is because i did not prepare for today's show but um we hope you'll join us again it's a surprise Surprise. that's right just like dinner like dinner will be a surprise (laughs) surprise tonight our show next week will be a surprise Thanks for being with us today on Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck. Motherhood Talk